All right, so welcome everybody. This is Reverend Anna Jones, and we're gathered here this evening on the evening, the exact evening of the Fall Equinox 2021, and we're here tonight for the Archangel Michael Global Transmission. Thank you to everyone who has been flexible for my need to uh, reschedule this to today. And um, I've been traveling and uh, having some technical difficulties with my computer and internet reliability, et cetera, et cetera, at some of the places that I've been traveling to. But I think I got everything worked out finally for this evening. And um, hopefully as many people got the email as possible that it had to be rescheduled from the 20th to today. But it felt like a very good time to do it because normally the transmissions that I've done before, um, before 2020 uh, at least, have always been on the equinoxes and the solstices. And it was only in 2020 and 2021 that at Archangel Michael's request um, in meditation that he asked me to um, have it be monthly on the 20th of every month and um, that there be a series of messages. In fact, this has been uh, the series for 2021 began on the spring equinox of this year so um, from the equinox to the equinox uh, it feels appropriate to be completing it uh, on the time of the fall equinox today so sometimes we never know why we have some of the complications and difficulties we have especially with electronics equipments and little errors like that um, that may may always have another purpose we don't always understand um, so yes uh, I, I wanted to um, let everybody know that this is the since we are from equinox to equinox um, we, this is the last of the monthly global transmissions this year in the in the 2021 series that said um, if Archangel Michael is willing and if he uh, is, is, is asking me to do the winter solstice transmission I'm also uh, happy to to do that um, since that is probably the most traditional of how these have been done since I started doing the global transmissions um, for the public, uh, which I'm still trying to date exactly when that started, but I believe it to be around 2010, 2011, that time period when I started doing these global transmissions. So the winter solstice has been the time that he's done it the most frequently. Um, so we'll see if uh, we end up doing something on the winter solstice. All of you are on the email list already, so you'll be, you'll be notified um, of that if so. In fact, you'll all be sent, uh, you're all, all of you who are registered will be sent uh, the email once the recording for tonight uh, has also been put up on the podcast. If you haven't, if you're new and you haven't been participating and um, you haven't been listening to any of the podcasts, you can go to the website where you signed up, which is AnnaJonesOnline.com. Click on the podcast page. Uh, click on the Celestial Voice podcast, which is the only podcast currently I'm, I'm featuring, and you'll see all the episodes up there in the whole series. They've all been put up on the podcast uh, from this year's series, um, and this one tonight will also be put up there. It usually takes uh, seven to ten days, um, you know, they, 
depends upon my schedule, um, my assistant, web assistant Jeff's schedule, uh, being able to put it up. It also is available is on iTunes, all of them. Um, and again, you would search under either my name, Reverdana Jones, or you would search under Celestial Voice Podcast, which is the name of the podcast, uh, Celestial Voice Podcast on iTunes. And you can subscribe there, and that's usually where um, you'll get it notified first uh, before I'm even able to send out an email. Uh, usually those of you who are subscribed on the iTunes podcast will get notices first. As soon as it actually goes up, iTunes sends those notices out to subscribers. So um, this one will be put up there. All of them are there from this year and last year. So please go ahead and listen to those. You can even download them for free. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm just so happy to uh, be able to offer this. And of course, it's all made possible through generous donations that people have been giving. So if these messages and these podcasts and these um, uh, uh, downloads available through the podcast are all uh, helpful to you, meaningful to you, then um, please use the link on my website registration page for this event, for this transmission event. You'll see a link on there for um, making donations uh, because we've been making all of this, all the podcasts, all of everything, uh, you know, as a, as, a, as a free service, but it does um, cost money, time, energy, resources, etc. to do it. So thank you for all who have been donating. If you wish to donate, you can do so through through that link. Um, also, while you're on the website, you can read more about me because I'm, I haven't been uh, going too much into my background um, because it's just too redundant and there's a lot to cover and a lot of time that I want to just make sure that I'm putting aside for the transmission itself. Um, but I will explain some things as I'm going along through. Um, and uh, I, I'm going to begin, however, tonight uh, after encouraging you all to read my bio page and just familiarize yourself with the website, I'm going to begin tonight with um, talking about the questions that we have for tonight for tonight's global transmission. Um, but actually, I think before I dive into the questions, I think I'll change that decision. And uh, right now, I'll decide to begin instead with just a little bit about the equinox since it did get uh, rescheduled to this day. Uh, so today, officially, uh, this is what most people know the equinox says is the official uh, beginning of, for those of us in the Northern Hemisphere, is the official beginning of the season of autumn, also known as fall. Um, and for those in the Southern Hemisphere, it is the uh, still equinox today, so it's equinox for everybody around the globe. But um, Northern Hemisphere, it's fall equinox. Southern Hemisphere, it's the spring equinox. So if you're joining us from anywhere there, because I do know that there are people from all over the world that do um, come into these transmissions and definitely that listen to the podcast, uh, then just happy equinox to, to all and to everyone. The word equinox means equal night. Uh, that's literally what the word itself means. <coughs> Excuse me. And um, so it's equal day, equal night. It's the time when the length of the day and the length of the night are um, approximately equal to each other. It's not exact, but approximately equal to each other. And um, not only the beginning of a new season, a major turning point of the year, but a, a, a peak time of new energies that are coming 
in. And for those of us, since most of us are in the northern hemisphere uh, participating in these transmissions, um, the, the peak energy for the autumn season coming in, the fall tide, the energy shifting towards fall, moving in the energy for fall, uh, began on August 1st. So by the time we get to this equinox time period, the energy is in full swing, right? So it's, it's fully here. It's fully um, arrived. It's in full swing. Um, the, the, the energy for this change, for the shift of this of this particular season, and as we know, the days are going to be getting shorter. Um, there's uh, good things about that, and there's some things that many, like myself, uh, don't always uh, like or favor about that. But uh, the days are getting shorter, and the nights are getting longer moving us uh, closer and closer to the time of the winter solstice, which will be the shortest of day and the longest of night, Um, and then the rebirth of the light, which will be happening at the time of the winter solstice. So it's all these moving, flowing energies that the seasons uh, ultimately represent, and then, of course, uh, the way that we need to move and flow with those energies and what those energies are appropriate for. And, of course, the fall season and the energies of them are appropriate for the time of the harvest. We just had the harvest full moon, um, not last night, but the night before. And it was beautiful, spectacular. Um, If you haven't had a chance to uh, experience the energies of the harvest full moon, um, consciously knowing that that's what it is, it's one of my favorite ones of the year. Uh, So if you felt particularly that this one was a powerful full moon this year, it really was a couple nights ago, a very powerful full moon. And and helping to complete the summer season with the harvest moon, bringing in the energies of the equinox uh, and amplifying, I I believe, um, this time of transition. In fact, uh, as with every equinox, as with every solstice, there's a three-day period in which uh, the energies are felt the most and the strongest, and the same thing for every new moon and full moon. There's a three-day period uh, when the energies are felt the most and the strongest, and so yesterday uh, was uh, part of that three-day period for the full moon, harvest moon, and uh, was the beginning of day one for the three-day period for the equinox. So there was some even uh, intensified energies yesterday uh, because of that uh, overlap of those connecting uh, factors there, those connecting energetic uh, aspects. So um, yesterday, today, and tomorrow is the three-day window for the equinox period, with today being, of course, the, 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 the peak of the, of the, the actual day of the equinox being that peak of those three days. Um, but we'll still be in the equinox energies even tomorrow, and we'll be feeling um, those shifting tides, uh, those, those, those shifting energies. And so I will say that um, one of the things I always like to ask about whenever we do these transmissions um, on sacred times, which I believe even the 20th, the reason why I chose that is because it is a sacred time when the sun makes its transition from one zodiac to another, but, you know, one zodiac sign to the other, but when we're making one shift and from one season to another, um, especially very sacred time. So um, I just would like to ask if there's anything Archangel Michael, so just kind of put out questions is how I'm going to go about this as I go through some of this. If there's anything that he'd like to um, share with us about these shifting, changing energies right now, um, 
I do know that um, the energies of fall are very appropriate for um, releasing, surrendering, literally uh, learning how to um, let go uh, is, is, is happening and, and, and reflected to us all around nature, also around the harvest, uh, the harvest time. If there's anything that he wanted to share with us about, um, you know, what we're harvesting, how to uh, properly use the harvest energy that we're experiencing during this fall equinox towards what new we want to create, what new uh, we, we want to have happen or occur uh, in our lives and in our world. So that would be another question that I would put out to Archangel Michael just as I'm going through and explaining this. Um, and the, the harvest time really is a time for us to renew, replenish, uh, restore uh, in preparation for what is, uh, what is to come, in preparation for the season, the winter season to come, but even in preparation for the following spring, right, from equinox to equinox um and so also just if there's anything that he wants to share with us uh regarding if there's anything that we need to prepare for uh and just anything that he wants us to know um about these uh these shifting energies and how to best work with this time and then also during not only is the seasons changing and there's a lot of shifting changing energies around us but also during times when special planetary alignments are happening between the sun and the 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 earth um, which is always on the solstices and the equinoxes there's the alignments going on with the sun and the earth um, it, it, there's always new energies that are coming in too in addition to the shifting changing energies of the season and so I would also put out there as a question to him my personal question is if there's anything with the new energies coming in um, that he also wants to explain to us or uh, in this particular series uh, I believe that he you know, just from my insight into um, looking at it and also leading it um, in leading studies leading studies of the messages in the Archangel Michael study group that I've been doing a studying of these messages um, he's been giving us a lot of uh, spiritual meditations uh, exercises uh, even just simple things uh, that, that there's been something um, several times in this particular series uh, one time in particular that he, that he practically led a whole guided meditation uh, in this series I believe that was around the time if I'm remembering correctly around the time of the winter solstice I mean summer summer solstice sorry is June around June uh, of the summer solstice so um, yeah so if there's also anything that he wants to share in regards to a meditation a practice etc um, the other thing if you haven't been participating in a series just to let you know, uh, there have been a sequence of messages now this year and last year, um, and I believe we've even started the year before that, but it, it's, it, was, it wasn't as regular and consistent as it is this year um, that Archangel Michael has been giving us about the virtues. Uh, very powerful, unique uh, teachings about the virtues being powers of co-creation, uh, divine energies, divine qualities, divine traits that... Um, 
we also have the ability to tap into, tune into, uh, use within ourselves, present within ourselves, uh, to be able to co-create uh, with each other and um, for, for what we're wanting for our lives and collectively what we're wanting for our world. Um, and so I would also like to ask a question, because this is part of the, the, the process that he gave you, is to put these questions forward up front. Um, I would also like to ask the question if uh, there's any of the virtues, any further teachings that he wants to give uh, regarding any further virtues. There's been several that he's talked about thus far. Uh, I have asked him how many he ultimately wants to speak about, and the answer that I've gotten back is 44. Um, And he's come nowhere near speaking about 44. Uh, So uh, we'll see how long he continues with this, whether he's going to take a break from it or whether uh, whether or not he's going to every opportunity to get speak about them um so uh yeah i just want to let him let him uh decide that and where he wants to go with that because all i do is just put the questions out there and use the process um that they've given me in fact the questions is part of uh the instructions that they gave me on how to um how to reach them how to facilitate these communications with them in fact when they gave me the process that i use um, for these, uh, this, this, this trans-channeling that we're going to be doing today. Um, it was years ago, uh, decades ago now, and um, they said to never approach them without questions. So that's why I'm putting uh, mostly my questions. Uh, I try to think of some things that are going to be helpful for all of us. Uh, but then I, I am also facilitating half-been monthly Archangel Michael study group where we study these messages um, on the second Tuesday uh, after, so the second Tuesday of the month after the transmissions. So there will be one more Archangel Michael study group left uh, where we will study this transmission that comes through tonight. Um, And so that's available up on my website for those of you who might be interested in participating. You can just participate in just one of the study group sessions um, or uh, you can participate in all of the recorded sessions of those. So you can uh, see that up on the events page of of my website. But one of the things that the members of the study group are allowed to do is um, submit questions also because it's just too hard when I have this many people registered for a call to take submissions from the general public. Um, So what I'm going to do right now is I had to kind of leave where I needed to be at, but um, I'm going to um, quickly see if I can go and look up the uh, submission of uh, message, uh, sorry, submission of questions that I got for this evening. Um, actually, it looks like I only got, if, if study group members are participating in this and you sent me something, I didn't receive anything except for just one person. So um, I only received uh, actually a couple questions from one uh, person from the study group. But I'll go ahead and sub- put those questions out there for Archangel Michael, who I know is listening to all of this. Um, and so the study group member asked, could Archangel Michael discussed the concept of alchemy and how we can awaken and further develop these skills within us. Uh, so that's the new question from, the, from that person for tonight. So could Archangel Michael discuss the concept of alchemy and how we can awaken and further develop these skills within us? And then um, the person also would like to submit um, 
the question again from last month, uh, which did get asked, and I think there was some answer to it too, uh, but we're going to resubmit it in hopes that maybe Archangel Michael can even go uh, deeper into the explanation perhaps. Um, says, could Archangel Michael explain the concept of how observation affects reality in, as found in quantum theory and how we can best use this in manifesting our personal and collective dharma. So he did give some answer to that, I believe, um, but it is always a subject I think is interesting anytime uh, to ask him explain more about quantum physics and quantum theory, if there's any way of uh, more applicable ways of being able to understand the, some of those findings and ways to apply them, yes, into our lives for using them for manifesting in our personal and collective dharma as asked here. So um, both of those questions have been put out there. So I would love to hear any answers that he has to give uh, to any of that. And I don't really, can't really think of anything else specifically um, that I wanted to, oh yes, I, uh, sorry, I, I, I did have one other question. I've been um, in my meditations regularly uh, also tuning into um, not just the realm of the archangels, but um, the all of the realms of the angelic uh, realms of beings and um, they're known as the choirs of angels because of these different levels that they exist on um, and there's an entire choir of angels or realm of angels some call them a hierarchy of angels although they, I don't like the word hierarchy because it makes us think of the way human beings set up our hierarchy and it's definitely not the same way for those beings but um, that is called the virtues and I've been really um, feeling a connectedness to them lately Uh, I've been feeling that there's um, a connection directly between them uh, and the virtues Archangel Michael is describing obviously um, that since they're called the virtues they must be connected to the virtues and I've known just a little bit about them in the past and of course have included them in my Angels 101 course um, that I've taught and uh, will be posting um, up online for it to be able to be taken from online but um, you know one of the things I do know is that some of them are named after the qualities of the virtues but I've just been um, tuning into them lately feeling their energies feeling their presence and uh, was wondering if Archangel Michael could tell us more um, or if there was a message from them perhaps um, about just who they are, what role they play, what role they play with the the virtues, if there's any way that um, we can connect further with those beings, if there's anything um, further we can know about, uh, you know, the, the virtues from them or getting any help um, from them regarding the virtues, because I've been uh, feeling... Um, intuiting for actually a long time now that there is uh, <clears throat> even when I taught the angels 101 course I've been feeling that of course there is a way um, but if other than just asking you know if, if that's always a way that we all have by the way um, there's this very special thing for the, the need to ask right uh, asking for their help asking for their support asking for the you know if we have a question put it out there ask for the angels and then you know quiet ourselves to receive you know any answer that may come to us you know but other than just 
asking for the virtues to help us with the virtues, is there anything else that he might want to uh, share or any other further type of invocation we might use, uh, etc., to um, to connect if if possible, or even if we should, right? Uh, so those are the those are whole been um, a whole line of thinking that I've been um, that I've been having recently about that. So um, I think that definitely puts out all the questions. So let's talk about the process we're going to use for this evening. It's the same process I always use. The angels told me to always use it. It would always work for me to make these communications possible and that it would work for other people as well. So I even share the process with you all. I take you through the process, guide you through it. Um, So we've asked the questions, put the questions out there, and now it's a step-by-step process that we're going to go through. Um, The the, the process is uh, four things done in five steps. And so those four things are praising, asking, thanking, and receiving. And the fifth step is going to return back to praising again. So the four things are praising, asking, thanking, receiving. And the five steps with those four things are praising, asking, thanking, receiving. And then the fifth step is return back to praising again. Think of it um, in, in a circle instead of written in a list. Uh, think of those words. Um, in fact, when they showed it to me and told me it, they showed it to me as a circle uh, with the the words written on like uh, positions of a clock um, or positions of what I would consider to be a medicine wheel or a compass um, with the uh, the 12 o'clock position being praising and then the 3 o'clock position being asking, the 6 o'clock position being thanking, the 9 o'clock position being the receiving and um, then back to praising again. And then if also if we saw that as a compass, which is also a medicine wheel, um, then it would be in the north would be the praising, in the east would be the asking, and the south would be the thanking, and the west would be the receiving, and then bringing us back full circle, because you always want to complete the circle, uh, bringing back full circle to praising. Um, so it is a circle, just like the circle of the wheel we could put the exact circle of the wheel actually the sorry the, the wheel of the year the circle of the year the secret circle of the seasons we could put that exact circle of the year and the seasons onto that exact same diagram actually um, each step is very important uh, don't leave any part out especially when I'm doing the global transmission even when I'm doing private um, one-on-one readings, um, which I do do these uh, sessions uh, for people one-on-one um, and also angelic uh, healing sessions uh, through a distance uh, for phone, Skype, and, and also via Zoom. Um, even when I'm doing one-on-one, I still use this process. I just use it differently. Uh, I have a slightly different way of working with appraising and doing it more silently myself and, and, and doing it more internally Um, But I use the same process when I'm doing private sessions uh, as well as when I'm doing the global transmissions. But when when I'm working with all of you and we're all gathering together to unite our light and to, um, you know, bring in uh, whatever this, you know, healing light activation is that he also has to give us tonight, not just the, the words themselves, but the healing energy, the transformative energy that, that he sends during every single one of these transmissions, um, that, we, we, that we do it really formally together. In fact, um, I ask that everybody be a participant, fully a participant. You'll get the most out of this. 
um, absolutely the most out of it if you follow along and follow my guidance and what I'm asking each one of you to do and really just let yourself participate as a participant, not just a listener, not just an observer listening. That's one way, but it's, it's, it, you're, you're not going to get nearly as much out of it as if you fully participate because um, he assures me, and this is the reason why they're called transmissions, um, he assures me that there's more than just the message itself coming through. There's, there is this whole energetic thing, that, uh, whole energetic aspect of it that he's transmitting. Um, there's all this light that he's transmitting. There's all of this energy and love that he's transmitting. And he transmits it to all of us and to the earth, um, not just through me, but through all of us, to all of us, uh, at, you know, at, at the time of these and other times, right? Um, and then at other times when people are listening to the recording and any time in which, you know, the, the, the process is used, right? So the process of like calling him in and asking for, uh, you know, him to, you know, to, to, to give us whatever, you know, blessings like we're doing at this time period is also asking for blessings blessings. We're actually asking um, always, I, I feel like it's a, maybe it's an unsaid thing that I, I always put out there in my personal prayer when I'm guiding us all through it. I'm saying a personal aspect too, but I'm always in my personal prayer asking for a blessing, right? Whatever the blessing is that he has to, to give us now and at any time um, in which uh, he continues to work with these energies both through the recordings and at other times um, just through all of us, right? because it's not just coming to me and through me. It's coming to you. It's coming through you. Um, and there's uh, ways that people have responded to me afterwards. I can't tell you how many hundreds of times people have said to me that they felt like he was like working directly with them. They could feel his presence. They could feel his energy. Um, they could feel all kinds of energies moving in them. Um, they could feel emotions stirred up in them. Uh, there's just so many things directly that um, he he can uh, he can interact with you uh, directly. He doesn't need me to do it, but I, I'm just being an, an instrument, uh, basically, a facilitator trying to facilitate this experience for us all to be able to receive it, right, to receive it. So um, the praising, um, that part is equally important to the receiving part. That oftentimes we often think that the receiving is the most important part, Um but they're all important parts. Uh, they're all equally important parts here. So there is, the praising is an expression of love, ultimately. And um, it is sending out our love, and it is directly to the divine, and it is also vibrating that, you know, vibrating um, that, that, that love um, through the sacred divine names. And so the praise chant that we're going to use this evening is... Um, the name Michael uh, has many pronunciations to it in different languages, and the pronunciation we're going to be using and working with tonight is, uh, and that I use in this chant is Mikael, um, Mikael, Mikael, Mikael. Uh, so those will be the three, three names. Um, so Michael's name uh, in pronunciation is Mikael uh, three times, and then Adonai Elohim, Adonai Eloheinu, Mikael, Mikael, Mikael. 
So the whole chant is Mikael, 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 Adonai Elohim, Adonai Eloheinu, Mikael, Mikael, Mikael. So I'm going to be singing this chant, chanting this chant, um, and asking you all, you're all muted, so um, you to either silently chant it along with me or out loud chant it along with me. Um, I don't have a fixed number that I do it at for these transmissions. Um, I just do it for however long it takes to feel uh, that energy really starting to stream in and that uh, transmission really starting to flow and that connection starting to happen for all of us. And I'm really tuned into the energy that we all create as a circle of light, um, especially for those who participate live in this. I feel like there's a there's special uh, experience to participating live in these transmissions. So um, thank you all for participating live and uh, that special experience of, of, of being able to unite our light uh, and, and experience this together at the same time of the equinox. Um, so we'll chant it. Um, and remember that these are ancient Hebrew names for God. And even the name Michael um, has Michael, is, the L at the end is also another ancient Hebrew name for God. Um, and the name Michael, uh, when we're saying Michael, 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 we're invoking all that is like unto God. Um, he who is like unto God and all that is like unto God, uh, just by saying that name, just by chanting that name. Um, and and then we'll, that, we'll, we'll complete the praise chant, and I'll seamlessly take you. I'll just guide you through this uh, into what I call the asking. So even though we've already put out questions and asked questions, we're not going to ask them to come, right? So we're not going to ask Archangel Michael to come. Um, we're going to um, ask him to speak a message to, uh, for us, ask him to give the transmission uh, to us uh, today and in, in, in any day in which we're able to receive it, right? So today and every day, that we're able to uh, receive that, that, that connection with him. Um, so we'll be doing the asking portion. I'll guide you through all of that. Um, and then we're going to go into the gratitude. I'll guide you through that. Um, and then we'll get to the receiving portion. Um, and during the receiving, the angel's very specific instructions for this process um, that they gave me is that it's best if you just relax and receive. Um, put down your pencil and paper. You can always take notes after this. You can always take um, notes. You can even transcribe it if you want once the podcast is up, right? So, because uh, it's the podcast in its wholeness, it's in its entirety. The message will be there. You can take detailed written notes from it. You can even take word for word written notes from it. Now is the time to receive. Now is the time to receive whatever it is that um, he is sending, whatever it is that uh, connection that he wants to be making with you um, and directly from Archangel Michael and from the divine directly. Um, and so then after the receiving, uh, it, it, during my portion of the receiving, I'll go into a deep meditative trance state and I'll be maintaining that deep meditative trance state all throughout uh, the vocal part of the transmission. So um, it's like my energy lifts out, his energy comes in, and um, his light comes in, and um, I allow him to use my voice to speak through the vocal part, part of the transmission during the time that we're receiving. I'm receiving at the same time that you're receiving it. I'm hearing it at the same time that you're hearing it. I am not a sleep trance channel, I'm a conscious trance channel, but I'm at that point right before sleep where I am still able to be aware of what's being said. So 
I'm hearing it. I'm also watching and feeling and observing as an observer during the time period that the transmission, the, the, the vocal part of the transmission is coming through me. Um, so there's oftentimes things that I'll see or emotions that I'll evoke and feelings that I'll have, um, even other knowings that'll come to me. Uh, there can be a lot of visuals and a lot of other knowings that can happen uh, simultaneously to uh, listening to whatever it is that that's being said uh, after after we complete the process so once uh, everything is uh, completed with the process coming full circle I'll share with you anything that I saw heard or felt um, anything that came additional anything that stood out anything that um, you know that I experienced uh, I'll share that with you uh, after the process is complete but we'll just receive uh, from him and from uh, directly from the divine the full transmission and the light activation and the energy work everything that wants to be received and given um, and then the final process is uh, he'll complete somehow he'll usually uh, say goodbye or he'll um, you know do some kind of blessing at the end or he'll uh, just go quiet, uh, and then um, I am fully back into my my consciousness, fully back into my body, and my awareness is fully back, and I'll guide us to do the praise again at the end to complete the process, right, to complete the circle, complete the process. Only the praise at the end will be very short. Uh, we'll just do Adonai Elohim by itself, and we'll just do it a few times, uh, maybe even four, five, six times, something like that, however it feels to me that feels right. Uh, it's usually how many times I do it. I don't have a fixed number. Um, and then I'll do the sharing with you, and we'll all say goodbye, and we'll all be done for this evening. Okay? All right, so now's a good time to get yourselves comfortable. I'm going to drink some water. While you're all getting yourself set up, we'll take a couple more drinks of water. All right. Checking the recordings here. Looks like they're happening. Everything looks good to go. Okay. All right. All right, so we're in a comfortable position. Gonna sit back, close our eyes. We're gonna begin by taking some long, slow, deep breaths in order to center ourselves. Now we'll begin with a praise chant. I'll begin to chant it. You can chant along silently or out loud with me. Mickey, 
from the praising into the asking. Now, first thing we're going to begin in our invocation is we're going to call upon the presence of divine love and divine light in whatever way feels right to us individually. Just silently do so now with me. And let's ask that we be protected and connected with each other in a circle of love and light. And that our energies be united in a circle of light 
no matter where we are around the world, no matter where we are in space or in time, just feel ourselves connected to each other and protected and connected by divine love and divine light. And then we're going to continue in the asking invocation. I'm going to now call out to Archangel Michael in whatever way feels right to each one of us individually. Let's silently call out to him right now and ask him to be fully present with us. Ask him to bring forward the light activation, the light and love that he has to transmit to us and to the earth today. Including asking him to bring forth the message transmission. Whatever it is that he wishes to share with us and wisdom that he wishes to impart any answers to the questions that I've verbalized here today, just ask him for his guidance, his insight, for his wisdom to be imparted along with the love and the light that he's meant to share and to activate. And silently let him know that he has our permission. He has free, fully has our permission to speak freely about anything that he feels is for the highest good of all right now. And that completes the invocation and all of what we're asking in it. So now we're going to move into gratitude and we're going to let our hearts fill with gratitude. Just really let ourselves feel gratitude in our hearts. And first we'll send out gratitude to Archangel Michael and send that gratitude to him, thanking him for all that he is and all that he does, known and unknown to us in our lives and in our world. All of his help, assistance, support, all that he is, all that he does, we give thanks. And then we'll expand that gratitude even more and feel our hearts fill with gratitude even more as we send out now gratitude prayers directly to the divine for all of the blessings of life, the blessing of life itself, and everything that we are grateful for. We take this opportunity to silently send out those gratitude prayers directly to the divine.
our hearts open and filled with the gratitude we've just expressed. We're going to move now into the receiving. I want you to just let yourself relax into a quiet, meditative listening state. Just relax, listen, and receive. I'm going to go deeper now into my silent meditation and my relaxation until the next words will be the vocal part of the transmission coming through. As the sacred wheel of time turns, each new season begins. That is the sacred wheel of time that you call the year. And there is the sacred wheel of time that turns, that also represents the cycle of the day. Every time the cycle ends, you have faith because you know the new cycle begins. And this is always how sacred time works. You are all eternal spirit souls. By your very nature, beyond time, beyond the confines of space, is your full and whole existence. But you are having a time-space experience. 
You are spiritual beings here on earth having a human experience. Here in the time-space continuum, having a human experience, having a time-space experience. And all of that is sacred. All of it is real to a certain extent as well. It's just temporary. As is everything within the time-space continuum. Only that which is of the soul and the nature of the soul and that which is of the spiritual world and the spiritual realms is infinite, timeless, beyond time and space, and eternal. But does that mean that the time-space continuum isn't real? No, it doesn't mean that at all. There are illusory aspects of it, yes especially to your senses. It's not that it is unreal, it is just temporary. It is temporary. All that is temporal is temporary. Yet here you are. It is not all of who you are. But yet here you are and you find yourselves having this temporal experience. Not by accident. There are so many reasons, too many, to explain to you as to why. But one that I wish to speak about today, that I've been speaking about through this entire series of messages in some way, shape, or form, is co-creation. out of the innumerable reasons why eternal spirit souls would choose to have a temporal experience in a time-space continuum. One of the topmost reasons why is a loving desire A love and a passion, that love is so strong. To co-create which is a good thing, a beautiful, beautiful thing. 
with all that you are, with all that you have, with all that has been given, and with all that exists, with all that is. And I have been speaking in this series of messages that I have requested, as well as activating with my energies during them and with my light during them. I've been speaking about the virtues, activating qualities and energies of the virtues throughout. And I have been revealing that they're not just moral attitudes and good ideas. They're not just things that are good things to do. There's so much more than that. The virtues are qualities of the divine, energies directly of the divine. Ever-present in you, ever-present around you, that you all have to co-create with, in, and for. In this temporal experience, said in the very beginning opening words of this message that you had faith faith that when one season begins or one cycle of time begins that another one ends and when one ends another one begins and faith that all that unfolds during that season will unfold. Maybe not the same every year, every cycle. As no two cycles are identical, just as sacred uniqueness is an important part of this whole experience, because it's an important part of the soul. There will always be the uniqueness of each cycle. But you can have faith that that cycle of time, whether it be a day or a month or a season or a year, whichever cycle of time you're referring to, even the cycle of time that you experience that you call a minute, Whichever length the cycle of time is, is not important. What is, is that you can have faith that whatever that cycle of time is, that that which unfolds within it can unfold and will unfold. That that which it is and that which it represents will be. 
with the example of the fall and the fall equinox, faith that all the things of the fall will come about and will come into being again and again and again as each fall season returns. Is that faith based on something that is unseen or unproven? No, it is not. In fact, that faith is so strong. You can have faith that the fall season will bring you longer nights and shorter days and will bring you the time of the harvest. And you can have faith that the fall season will, in whatever part of the world you're in, bring you the temperature changes and the weather changes and the precipitation changes that is appropriate for this time and in your space. I wish today, obviously, to speak about the virtue of faith. It is I, the Archangel Michael, that knows a great deal about this virtue and humbly ask for you to hear, receive, not just what I'm saying about it, but for that which is to be awakened here and now and that which is to be awakened in the entire fall season that is coming and the entire greater sacred time cycle. But all of the shifts of every season, of every year and of many thousands of years of cycles as there are large cycles of time. Large cycles of time that you are also ending and beginning. What I have spoken about through this channel through for many, many messages and ultimately decades now, as the great shift of the great cycle or the great shift of the ages, it is advancing as well just as your year is advancing, just as the seasons are advancing. And all of it will require faith. And all of it is to inspire faith as well. Faith is inspired In spirit action is the word inspiration. 
that's another way of thinking of the word when you hear it in spirit action in inspiration spiritus being the root of the word divine spirit inspires faith the divine spirit of all that is is the inspirer of that faith the source of all faith is the giver and the receiver of all faith as it is a divine energy that all of you must use to co-create your reality and co-create what you are here to create together collectively in a world right now that seems like it is a world without reason that feels like it is a world out of balance I can assure you and hope that this message today inspires faith in you the balance is not lost while we in the angelic realm will use words like renewed and restored and do feel that it is absolutely part of our role to co-create with you and to help and assist the entire earth with renewing and restoring balance it does not mean that the balance is gone it does not mean that the balance is missing or that it is fully void there is a balance always that can never be taken away by anyone or anything but by your actions your words your thoughts your deeds you can add to that balance strengthen that balance regenerate that balance or you can veer from it But it still won't mean that it is gone not entirely you can have faith 
that there is a balance that is beyond your control. But when you choose to veer from it, when you choose to try to create and co-create outside of it or opposed to it, in opposition to the natural laws of the natural world, then no matter how strong your faith may be, there is still a need for realignment and recalibration in your mind, in your thoughts, in your emotions, in your spirit, and in your beliefs. Faith is linked to your beliefs, especially your experience of it. That does not mean, however, that every belief that everyone holds is a virtue. Faith is a virtue. And because your beliefs are linked to your faith, you then take the liberties of thinking that everything that you think and that you believe that falls into the category of what you would call your faith is virtuous. And this is simply not the case. There are beliefs, obviously, yes, that are aligned with the true virtue of the divine. And there are many that are not. And just as I have with other virtues that I have spoken about through this channel, explained that there are misunderstandings that you have when you are practicing certain virtues and how you conflate one thing to mean another. I will do my best, given the limitations of your language, given the limitations of the words that I have to choose from, to explain to you the misunderstandings that come from conflating faith and beliefs. It is so conflated. You tie them together so much that it is very difficult for you to even define or give a description or a definition of faith without going into defining belief or defining your beliefs. And it is 
not entirely unnatural to conflate the two, nor is it a complete misunderstanding to conflate the two. What happens is then the lack of discernment. They are and can be very much intertwined and interconnected. And it is and can be a very good thing to intertwine and synergize the two. But there needs to be discernment. Because they're not truly synergized in a good way if there's not discernment between what is faith and what is belief. There is no other word that you have in the English language. There have been some ancient languages and some lost languages that have had other words that can describe faith more succinctly. The word you have for it, the only word you have for it, is the word faith. So everything else is an attempt to help you understand it, what it really is. And it's absolutely important that you have faith in your beliefs. Faith in yourself. Faith in your choices. Faith in your connection with spirit. In your spiritual path, in your spiritual journey. Faith in your relationship with the divine, in your relationship, your personal relationship with God. Faith in each other. Faith in the world and the systems that you've created and the systems that you're evolving and recreating and co-creating with each other each and every moment of each and every day. You really are evolving those systems into the more holistic systems that I spoke about in my last message. And there's so much more of that co-creation to come. Faith in the natural laws and in the natural order. And in the universal laws that are part of the holistic divine operating system of all that is. Faith is inspired and it inspires you. It is inspired 
and it inspires you. It comes directly from spirit. It moves in you, it flows in you, and the more you allow it to move and flow in you, it inspires you. To put that faith into action. It has absolutely nothing to do with so many of the limiting things that you put upon it. Religion, it is meant to be one vehicle, one vessel for faith in action. It does not have ownership of faith. And it is not what makes faith, and one's faith is not one's religion. Let me make this very, very clear. Again, they get conflated. It is easy to conflate the two because they can be intertwined, and it can be a good thing to intertwine them and synergize them. But religion is not the source of faith. No matter how strong and fervent you may be in your ideas and your beliefs, no matter what they are, no matter which religion it may be, even if it is no religion whatsoever, Because even being strong and fervent in the idea and belief that you don't believe in any of them is still a belief. And it's still a faith that you are putting forward that then can be there with that. That's not dependent on that. Faith is not dependent on anyone, on anything. It's not dependent. It's inspired. given to you directly from that divine source that is that divine energy of all faith, that divine virtue of faith. So why do I choose this virtue? I'll just speak of it right here, right now. Because it definitely can seem and feel to your emotions. The emotional aspect of your experience. 
that you can have periods or go through periods in which you lose faith. It can feel as if you lose faith in yourselves and you lose faith in that spiritual connection, whatever it may be. And it can feel very much and on the emotional level seem very much as if you are losing faith in each other. in your systems and all that you've co-created with each other. So what is lost? I'm describing that your emotions can feel this way. That's a very real emotion. But has faith ceased to exist? No. Has faith gone? No. Faith is, it still is. The virtue of faith is. It is energetically always there. The virtue of faith is ever present the divine quality, divine energy of faith. So when you feel as if you have lost connection to it in one way, shape, or form, in any way, shape, or form, you must simply return your focus to it. You must simply source it directly from the source. You must simply evoke it from within yourselves and invoke it. And when you invoke it, pray. And ask for it to be inspired in you anew. Regardless of who you have lost faith in or in what you have lost faith in, ask for it to be inspired in you anew, directly from the divine. Even when you do not feel, for example, if you've lost faith in each other, another friend or another person, a family member or a loved one, even if it's humanity at large, if you've lost faith in each other, You do not have to wait until that person acts in such a way or does certain things for you to feel that your faith has 
renewed and restored. Don't make it conditional to their actions. Your faith and all faith is not conditional. And it's certainly not conditional when it comes directly from the divine. I also have explained this with all of the other virtues. Again, explaining that these energies they're always there. For you to tap into. day in and day out, not conditional to circumstances being perfect or being right. Everything doesn't have to be going all right all the time. Everything doesn't have to be perfect. There is no such thing in human existence. Divine perfection exists, but human perfection is not a part of the human experience. It's not conditional. Many, many messages ago during one of these global transmissions, I also spoke through this channel and spoke about trust. Trust is another very important virtue. Faith and trust have similarities to each other, but they are not the same virtue. They go beautifully with each other, synergize beautifully with each other. And when I spoke about trust, I spoke about the difference between earned trust, which is the kind of trust that all of you know and can relate to, and unconditional trust, which is also the kind of trust that must also exist and be applied in your lives. So I am similarly saying something about faith. Yes, there is activity and things that you do to each other that create a type of earned trust and earned faith in one another. And that is important. It has its role and its place in the whole as well. I am in no way, shape, or form saying that earned trust or earned faith does not play an important role in your lives, because it does. All 
what I'm saying is that at the same time, simultaneously, unconditional faith, unconditional trust exists for all of you. Always has and always will. And it exists because unconditional love exists. It always has and it always will. And you must use that as well. In fact, there are absolutely times, and now is one of those times in human history. Now is one of those times. Or you must use unconditional love. You must use unconditional faith and unconditional trust along with along with the other ways the earned faith, the earned trust. See what happens when there becomes such a disconnect as there is manifesting in the world amongst humanity right now with earned trust and earned faith feeling as if more and more and more there's so much disconnected there and there's so much of that faith and trust broken And then it just gets to the point where no one knows who to have faith in or who to trust. That's never a good thing. Or you start applying your faith and your trust and using it in very questionable ways. worst case scenario in ways that brings hurt and harm to others and to yourselves how do you mend that especially when it gets so far advanced Bring it back to unconditional love. Bring it back to unconditional faith and renew that and restore that in yourselves and in each other. Bring it back to unconditional trust and renew that and restore that in each other. This is what we in the angelic realm have to do all the time. It's within our nature to do it. But it's also within your nature to do it, within the nature of your soul.
there's a part of your soul that very much has an angelic nature. The mind, the ego, cannot figure it all out. Cannot even conceive. It doesn't even have the ability to conceive of everything that you all need to find your way forward, to co-create your way forward right now within a universe that is beyond your understanding. Quantum physics is just one of your many sciences that is beginning to tap into so much more than is beyond your abilities to conceive right now. With the type of faith and trust that I'm talking about, luckily, does not require your egos at all. In fact, it requires the opposite. You must release, surrender, practice true spiritual detachment from the ego in order to really experience the unconditional faith, unconditional trust, unconditional love that I'm speaking of. And your mind does not have to have full conceptions and descriptions and words for it all. Even though it might want to or like to. You are an eternal spirit soul. The soul knows. The soul knows within you. Knows this faith. Knows this trust that I'm speaking of. Receives it every day from the divine and in your relationship with the divine and from us and from all who are part of your spiritual family and your soul group. All of us who are part of your spiritual family and who are, exist as part of your soul group and the soul and spiritual world. If we didn't have this unconditional faith and this unconditional trust and this unconditional love that I'm speaking of, there's no way that we'd be able to do any of what we do in supporting you, assisting you, if it weren't from where we operate.
It is from where we operate. We know that no matter how many bad choices you might make, we know that no matter how many mistakes, we know that no matter how many good intentions that don't turn out the way that you thought or wanted, that none of those things Even times when you intentionally may lie or bend things with your ego for self-purpose or for self-gain or for selfish reasons, we know that no matter what, any of those things. But we can still have faith in you. No matter how many of those actions and choices have been made, we know we can still have faith in you and we can still trust your soul and your soul's journey. And your soul is and will find its way. And be who you've come here to be. Even if that is not what you see, we will always have faith in you. We will always have trust in you unconditionally in this way. There's nothing that you could say or do that's going to stop it or take it away or weaken it or diminish it. And it's not just some ability we have as angels, as your guardians, but all of your guides and all of the higher beings, especially the higher beings, working in your soul group. Do as well. Are able to also always have faith in you. Always trust. Always love. And so how can we do this? Why can we do this? And is it only those of us operating on those levels that can do it? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. 
because it's not some energy we have. It's not some ability we have that you don't. Our ability to always have faith in you no matter what. That unconditional aspect of that faith that I'm describing here. It's not from us. It's inspired. It's inspired through us. It's inspired in us. It's in spirit. It's in the divine spirit. And it's mobilized and put into motion in us. It flows through us and in us. Because that divine virtue, the faith, the source of it, for us and for you, And while there is always in your human experience going to be a place for earned trust and earned faith and a role that it must play, there is always a role that the unconditional faith and unconditional trust must also play. You need not sacrifice either one. You need them both. Earned trust, earned faith, and unconditional trust and unconditional faith. The key word here being and. You need them both. You should not also ignore earned faith and earned trust and the role that that must play just to prefer unconditional faith and trust over everything only and exclusively. They ultimately build upon each other, help each other. In fact, when someone has acted in such a way or spoken in such a way or chosen in such a way so as to diminish your earned faith or earned trust in them. Using unconditional faith and unconditional trust and unconditional love appropriately in balance can help you to heal that relationship. Restore and renew your faith and trust in each other once again. Without the unconditional faith and the unconditional trust, you wouldn't even try.
you have your unconditional faith in humanity and your unconditional trust in humanity gets to the point where it is strong and clear, then it can help you renew and restore your faith. If your earned trust has been broken in any way, it can help you the unconditional kind. It can help you to get to that healing place. It's from your soul, it's in your soul, it's through your soul that it's inspired. And it will require you to see each other soul to soul, ultimately. Your soul seeing the soul of that other person or that other group or humanity at large as a whole. on a soul-to-soul level that it is and that it moves that it's given and it's received and it's an important part of the healing process forward if it weren't for unconditional love. As I said earlier, none of it would even be. The balance. The harmony. Restoring it is returning to it. Spiritual healing this is something that all humanity needs right now. And what I'm describing about unconditional faith and unconditional trust is part of that spiritual healing. There comes a point where the emotions are just so strong and some of those emotional energies can become so amplified and polarized and then there's the collective energy fields that all of you are operating in physically and mentally as well not just emotionally and there's been so much trauma on that physical, emotional, mental level. Trauma must be addressed. It must be looked at and dealt with on those levels. Yes. Absolutely, that's another message entirely. It cannot be ignored. 
You cannot be suppressed. And the things that I'm teaching here today in no way, shape, or form should ever be used to spiritually bypass the healing work that also needs to happen physically, emotionally, mentally with the healing of your traumas. Unconditional faith, unconditional trust is not ever meant to be used to bypass any of that. But instead, be used for what it really is. That divine virtue, that divine energy that's there for you to co-create the healing. And go through the healing. Do the spiritual healing, do the emotional healing, do the mental healing, do the physical healing. The inspiration to move in you to do it all. Not some concept that becomes a reason or excuse to not do any of it. And that is definitely not what I'm describing here today. As many people are also using their faith in a way that is not wholly what faith is. using it as a reason or an excuse or again a concept to bypass the real spiritual work. Or the healing that is necessary. Another misuse of one's faith is thinking that all you need is your faith. You don't need to do anything else. You don't need to do anything else to protect yourself. You don't need to do anything else for anyone else. You don't need to do anything else. That's not faith. And that's not having faith in your faith. of the ego case may be in there somewhere but I encourage you to go deeper unlimited, unconditional faith that you will, that you all will go deeper, go farther. Unlimited, unconditional faith that you can heal all that you need to heal. 
within yourselves and within your world. I have this. We all have this. All of us who are assisting you. In mass numbers right now. And we add our love to yours to amplify it in the world right now. With unconditional faith to send out that pure love, that pure light that is within you and that you are an instrument for. Into the world right now. As you do so, I add my energy, I add my light to amplify it. And I call forth and I awaken in the hearts and minds of humanity all that you are capable of. And I am an emissary to which some of the inspiration is to be delivered. But open yourselves, dear one. Open your minds, open your hearts. Allow it to be inspired in you. Allow the virtue of faith to be inspired in you and fill you. Allow the virtue of trust to be inspired in you and flow through you. And so it is.
the end of the message. Let's just take a moment to say a silent prayer of thankfulness and appreciation for the message. And we'll bring ourselves full circle back to praise. Completing the process just with Adonai Elohim just a few times here to end. Adonai Elohim, Adonai Elohim, Adonai Elohim, Adonai Elohim. And we'll slowly bring ourselves out of the meditation. As we're coming up out of the meditation, I'll share a few things that came to me. One was I had an auditory experience at the very end, after he said, and so it is. And the auditory experience was in response to one of the questions asked uh, earlier today by one of the study group members was um, about alchemy and what further he could explain about alchemy or could he you know tell us more about it well at the very end um after he said and so it is out loud um he didn't say anything else out loud but silently i had a clear audience experience in which i heard him say the words and this is alchemy <laughs> it was it was like a little ps that um he put on to the end of that message, but he said it uh, to me clear audiently. So, yeah, the PS was, and this is alchemy. And I'm not sure I felt at the time that he was referencing everything in the message, but um, it also was uh, quite specifically to what he was saying there at the end. So, Mm, because there wasn't anything further about it, I don't really know how to take it entirely, but I would I, I, I would uh, definitely think that he's answered that question in there somewhere. Definitely. That's definitely the part at the end. Definitely the part at the end, for sure, for sure. But maybe the whole message in its entire, entirety, perhaps. Um, like many times when I'm channeling, <clears throat> I... Um, feel like they're always searching uh, Archangel Michael or, the, or whoever it is because I don't always just channel Archangel Michael and channel whoever the angel guide or guardian is with the clients that I'm working for. So it's whoever your angel guide or guardian is if I'm doing a private session. And then, of course, I can bring through uh, many, many other angels, guides, and spirit guides as well. But, um, you know, they oftentimes are searching for the right words, and so sometimes it's like they're going through a file, <laughs> like, 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 kind of like in my brain, and they're going through anything they can find word-wise to be able to use, and it's just so evident that um, to me sometimes, and this is definitely one of those messages, that there just aren't enough words that we have that are accurate enough words um i i've i've actually given the angels permission to make up if there's some in the angelic language or the language of light or whatever just kind of use other ones but um they want to make sure that we understand what's being said too so um that was an interesting experience uh, how dramatic that was this time 
was it's always something I experienced, it's always present for me, but it's it was very dramatic this time. Um, and I almost a couple times did feel like a, a few language of light words were going to come through, um, but he diverted off into other directions, so that was interesting. Um, I felt like there was something that he was explaining at one point in time, and I, um, I'm not sure that the, the stream came out fully, uh, yeah, I, 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 there was some kind of deep moment there um, where I went so deep that it was just like, um, you know, complete like, uh, I don't know, if maybe even a sleep trance moment, I'm not sure. I do do sleep trance channeling, um, such as Edgar Casey's work, but it's um, the, the conscious trance channeling, which is what this is, is what I've been asked to do so that I can retain it and learn from it and um, use uh, the the information both in my teaching and my ministry and my healing work, part of my ministry. There's so many different parts of my ministry that these these. These, these wisdom teachings that are imparted um, from the angels always, uh, you know, just it becomes integrated in, 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 in me. So that's why I've been asked to be a conscious channel. There are a lot of moving, swiftly moving energies. A lot of times I see energies. Um, I saw a lot of beautiful colors in the beginning, a lot of um, spinning, spiraling uh, oranges, uh, orange color, different kind of shades and colors of orange, um, red and gold. Um, and then at some point, like white light, and then um, a lot of blue violet after that. So uh, those colors um, are always present. Uh, so I don't know if it has to do with what he was talking about there at the beginning, but um, and then the blue violet is very present when I'm channeling Archangel Michael because that blue violet color is is his color. So that was very prominent throughout. And I like some of the other ones. I came out with a little tear in my eye. The, 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 I think the last one, though, was one of the ones recently really evoked a lot of emotion. But, uh, the emotion I mostly felt when I came out of it was a lot of um, re- relief and just clear and um, just lighter, right? Just, uh, just it felt so much lighter. All right. Let me just go ahead and get the recording stopped. If you do have any questions or you'd like to connect with me, you can always do so through my email, which is Anna Jones at, I'm sorry, my email address is Anna, which is spelled A-N-A, at AnnaJonesOnline.com. Um, and you're always welcome to email me because I'm not able to take any questions after this. There's still quite a number on the call. Um, Let me go ahead and turn the recordings off and I'll unmute everybody and we can say goodbye.